This time on TNT. It's Jono's Animal Quiz. We'll listen to some proclaimers and figure out how rich they got from the 500 Miles song. And I'm doing a play, buds, and I'm scarified. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Check it out, bud. Here we go. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. <laughs> like one verse, one chorus. That's good. No, I'm there. And I have like the big. Like I'm already like, no. yeah, I understand. Yep. No, but you know, like. They have like the big, huge cube house, like all modern, fancy, all loaded. The big what? Because the big big modern cubes, like square, every architectural sound, huge cube house. You know those ones? Dum dum dum. Like like Iron Man guy house, like Tony Stark vibe. Oh, those guys have that in real life. Yeah, from yeah, that song. What, so I'm saying they're sitting in their, in their like, whatever, like glass, concrete, and stone house. <laughs> in the uh, in, in, in Tobermory, <laughs> um, London's East End. They did one thing once, and that <laughs> and that was just it. Just for this, <laughs> like so so much money. Like whatever, like going on the like cruise gigs. But you were just saying like when when you play that song, people <laughs> lose their minds. Yeah, watch. Well, it's just like it comes on in, in a bar, and people just lose it. Like go they bananas. Go, they lose their. That's like it really is losing their mind. Yeah, like more than any song from the nineties. What are to the point. What are right. what are the like top five like people are at the bar? This song comes on, they rush the dance floor. I think everybody tub that, thumping the... is probably on that list. No, I know, but I'm saying with this one in particular, like the I thought you're saying like what type of person gets up and goes. That's it. Like everybody becomes like uh, the same person when the song starts. Well, I guess that's my question. What are the yeah. undeniable, universal? Oh, gotta go! Well, this let is me, my let's, jam. Let's let's finish with this this one too. These two Scottish dudes that just accomplished this this feat with that song, and really, like it was like an explosion, right? Like finding lightning in a bottle, right? One of those. So, but I was saying, I was laughing. Because I think Annalise put this on the other day, and and she's like, it's it's so fun or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, the energy is like so undeniable of of like <laughs> happy and Sneaky. upbeat and safe <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I was saying, what if there was a show like call it like that '90s song, <laughs> and like you get I don't know like ten people or 20 people and they have to they have to sit in a room and this song is continually played and the first person to like oh my gosh like the last person that's staying in their room that has not left 
<laughs> where the songs play. How many hours when? could you stay in a room with the song playing yeah. before you're like, I, I'm like you sorry, go, I'm You out. go into your little cubicle room by yourself. There's a bed there because that shows you how long you can mm-hmm. make it, maybe, right? And there's a chair. And the song starts, right? And you just keep... <laughs> You keep hearing it. I wonder at what point does it actually turn on you, where the energy goes straight black. For me, it's second verse, first time through. (laughs) But imagine, it's like, I I fucking can't take it! Get me the fuck out of here! The door is locked. You have to beg to be let out. It's just like a there's a red button you press, right? To be like, that's it, that's it, not again, not again. Because <laughs> when it ends and then starts over again, for the like fifteen, whatever, hundred and fiftieth well, time. Can I tell you something? I'm not even sure I know how the song ends because I don't think I've ever made it. <laughs> because it's getting to you already, just how, one time. How does it end? At your door. Remember, it's the big slow down reverb. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) 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 At your door. (laughs) Yeah, hold on. Let's bring it back a bit. (laughs) 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 Oh. <laughs> Here comes. <laughs> oh. At your door. Who should we end that? Get that. Give me some marmalade. That's a great take. How should we end that? <laughs> should we stop? Do a hard stop? Or should no, we fade? A, no, we're going to retard it real slow. So it's just at your door. No, what if we keep going and we just fade? No, no, no it's got a retard. Like, at your door. No, what if we fade? No, it's got a retard. <laughs> no, we need to fade. So it suggests it goes on forever. <laughs> no, no, it's got a retard. Hey, imagine you're in the studio next door and all you can hear is fade, retard. Feed, retard, feed, escalating. <laughs> I love how it's like, it's called I'm gonna be. It is? Yeah, like um, that was probably another. It's instant. not called 500 miles? No, it's not called 500 miles. It's called it's gonna be. And that's that. <laughs> um, imagine that fight too by the label guys. I don't know. Nobody <laughs> knows that part. <laughs> it's I'm gonna be No, it's everyone it's knows it's 500 miles It's the distance that the song's That's a bit bullshit, Nats and brackets It says 500 <laughs> miles And they're looking at the, the, the single artwork all Okay, but off on tour. The brackets with 500 miles Is an admission <laughs> yeah. that it's gonna be Is not the right name for the song Because they well, have yeah, to elaborate the brackets is the label, like, no, this is happening, right? 500 that, miles. The, oh, 500 miles. It's going to be, what's that? 500 no, miles, okay. No, but, well, let's check out that artwork for the new single. What the fuck is this? 
says, I'm going to be in the brackets. It says 500 miles. Uh, <laughs> they just losing their mind. Um, do you know what funny image I just had? What? Imagine like at the Brit Awards when 500 miles was bumping and those brothers go there and they bump into the brothers from Oasis and realize they're the second most famous brother act in uh, the UK at the time. <laughs> you know what else is even funny? The album is called Sunshine on Leith. Like L-E-I-T-H. Leith what? Sunshine on Leith. Leith Garrett? Leith what? No, like the place where oh. I guess where they're from or what? On Leith. Like even that, like it's really... Uh, like they must be hardcore. Like no, we're calling it this, and that's that. I because even on on Apple iTunes, on the actual, oh, it says I'm gonna be, <laughs> but the 500 miles is like <laughs> accepted with the brackets. Yeah, no one knows what. If you said like, "Do you love it's gonna be?" Be like, I have I have no idea what that song is. Do they and, hate and the first, playing it, or do they no, love it? I think I think they've accepted that. Like. Because they just feed you feed off the crowd and pretend it's not happening for the nine hundredth time. Like, do they have any other singles? Yeah, they had this one. <laughs> this oh, one? I'm on my way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on my way. I'm on my way to happiness today. <laughs> from misery to happiness today. I'm on my way from misery. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm on my way from misery to happiness to be. It's like, we're doing it the same way we do it in the bar, and that's fucking it in the studio. <laughs> like, listen to how it starts. It's like, are you kidding me? It sounds like a Casio just press the button. Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> They're, um, twice. My friend plays piano. We'll get him in for seven minutes. He can lock me down a lack. <laughs> hey, Sutcliffe, do you think you mm-hmm. have to do the same fucking leading every time? Mm-hmm. Da, da, do, da, do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that party that does it twice off the top. Listen. <laughs> You're good. Oh. Is that really fucking necessary? <laughs> Oh, maybe he did it. One of those guys is playing piano. Well, Indy's learning to play guitar, and that's the first song that she's sort of um, figured out. She's taking ukulele in school, which uh, (laughs) all the kids do, and uh, she's picked that up pretty quickly. But the jump to guitar, that's the song that she zeroed in on. And I was having this conversation with her yesterday. It's the same chord progression throughout the whole song. So the only choice you have is when to make it louder and quieter and when to mute it in the verse and let it blow up in the chorus mm-hmm. um it's it's just so fun to talk <clears throat> about music in those terms absolutely like the uh kind of more subtle layer like second gear yeah for sure yeah so annalise has a gig now at school which is cool what is it <laughs> playing uh Wednesday mornings piano while kids are coming in. No way. <clears throat> yeah, so she's stoked. It's a great way to learn, you know, because she takes lessons every week. But it's you know when you're performing and playing those songs, it uh, 
it's it adds an, a layer of like how to you know when you're nervous and you're performing it actually makes it so much you get more out of it right so what so that's, that's what's a on her set, set list right. well she'll play whatever song i guess she's working on for her lesson that's so cool yeah which is different every week so it's cool was it's she really, asked or did she audition for it <clears throat> i think uh she has a great relationship with her music teacher, and they were just kind of talking about ideas. And I think Anna was saying, well, could you, can I play the piano at lunch and sh- just for fun? And she said, sure. And she heard her play, and she's like, wow, you're, you know, you're pretty good, so why don't you do this? And uh, gave her the idea to do it. So she's really excited. She did it last week, and uh, it's awesome. I- I'm actually going in on Monday to do a little uh, drum performance ted talk style no way with yeah i'm also playing i'll play an olp song or half of a song with the principal on guitar and singing no way classic yeah what song kudos to them for doing this it's a great idea probably innocent awesome but uh as you know the girls are in rock band at school and innocent is on their list they're working on it right now and you were kind enough to send a little uh, phone tutorial for their drummer, Cade. Yeah. So um, he could lay down the, that groove properly. So I figured, that, you know, they uh, said, well, do just a Q&A. And I'm like, well, it's like three grades of music students. So I'm kind of nervous in terms of like having to just talk for not whatever time it is. And if, they're, they, if they don't have questions. So I've, uh, I think having the principal, who's a musician anyway, um come and perform it'll kind of add to it in terms of fun and content and uh it's always fun to watch the principal rock out so. super cool yeah so i think it'll be great i'll, I'll give you guys an update next week on and how that it went. humanizes the principal in the kid's eyes too like he's yeah. not just a scary figure or she for sure and they're all he. yeah they're really cool teachers and it's a it's a great school and uh actually uh tim oxford went to the, it's crossland in newmarket uh, Tim Oxford went there, and uh, Connor McDavid went there. So no it's way! A, it's got some good history of classic Canadianity. They didn't go at the same time, no. No, in betweeners, right? It would be because McDavid's still a kid, yeah. right? He was just <laughs> probably not that long ago he was there. Um, so anyway, it's a it's a good school, and uh, it's fun to see stuff like this happen. Yeah. Especially in these days when stuff seems to be more kind of getting cut than aided in Ontario for for school. Exactly. So this, this is uh it's it's hard enough for teachers to create stuff content-wise outside of of normal classes. So this is uh this is great that they're doing it and I'm happy to help. <clears throat> anything that shakes up the monotony and anything that's kind of do as opposed to say um, yeah. those are the things that tend to stick. The girls still talk about the Harlem Globetrotters coming to their elementary school. And, uh, I guess it was just Suge before Indy started grade one. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, come on, come on out. If you're a student at the Crossland, me and your principal Gervais, we're going to rock out. Going to rip it up. <laughs> um, Suge was in a TV show. I posted about this in the last couple of days. She was in this uh, horror show called From that's on Epics, which is now MGM Plus or whatever. And she had this tasty little role 
where uh, she got to work with a world-class special effects makeup guy named Pat Baxter um, and his team. They transformed her over five hours into this kind of um, uh, uh, ghastly-looking child. Um, mm -hmm. I think I can say that because the trailer is out now. Um, but what an awesome experience uh, for her to get to work on the show, first of all. Second of all, everyone was so uh, welcoming and kind. And the cool thing was, and the reason I posted about it, aside from the fact that the trailer is out and it's shot in Nova Scotia and it, the show looks great, um, the executive producer called her on her birthday. And I've since found out that um, he, it's one of the first thing he asks is, can you tell me when everyone's birthday is? Because he wants to make sure he calls everyone, cast and crew, wow. on their birthday. Such a little thing. But um, first of all, for a kid who had this, you know, first foray kind of into performing for a living and for money and kind of professional acting, it was wild. But mm -hmm. secondly, for this person to take even 30 seconds of his uh, time on a very busy day to just call and say, hey, I was thinking about you. Happy birthday. What a classy gesture that is. And it made me think that um, as a leader, everyone likes to feel like they're valued and a special part of the team and they're noticed and all that. Mm -hmm. What a simple <clears throat> thing to do to make people feel proud to be involved with your endeavor, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. Love to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. And it really, yeah, like you said, it's... Uh... It's 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 almost like when you go to a a a really cool restaurant and not not necessarily fancy or anything, but when you see people going full out service, the idea of what service is, you know, yeah, and you, it's just like wow, you see the difference. You You're know, loyal extra. for life. Yeah, and it's not even like it, it doesn't have to be forced or or fake. It's just the the way that you can make someone's experience better. It's generally just a little extra this and that of, you know, not just necessarily being nice, but just being available or just having opportunities set up in a different way or more plentiful for the customer. Yep. Sincerity goes good. a long way. Um, also, bud, if we're sharing news, I'm doing a play at yeah, ne I saw Neptune this. Theater What's, in Halifax. That's crazy. This isn't the same one that, that you thought was uh, before, was it? It was uh, this play has sort of come in and out of my orbit a few mm -hmm. times recently, and um, a play is something that I probably thought I, at some point I would do. Um, so yeah, is how how long is it run for? The the rehearsal period's about a month, and then the play is about a month. Okay, just under a month. It's eight shows a week. Uh, Monday is the dark day, but there are matinees on Saturday and Sunday. Um, it's kind of. Interesting, because for a freelancer, I sort of have this weird fear of commitment, and it makes me feel a little smothered to think that I am kind of locked down for a while. So this was a short run, which appealed to me. Uh, there's no room to extend it, um, so it's a hard out. Um, what is it again? How long in entirety? Like under two months. Okay. And it's so you're uh, just kind of rip. You'll be ripping back and forth, kind of. From yeah. Home? Yeah, it's an yeah. hour from my house. That's great. Um, and the play itself is called The Play That Goes Wrong. Uh, it is very funny. Um, it's the type of humor that I find funny. It's a farce. It's silly. It's big and noisy. It's an ensemble piece, which I'm excited about. But I just happened to 
Carol whisked me away to New York overnight for our anniversary um, last week, and it was playing in town. And I was debating going to see it, and then I listened to a Smartless episode where they interviewed Stephen Carell, Mm-hmm. And they, he was talking about The Office, and they, they said, you know, what did you think of The British Office? And he said, to be honest, I never watched it. Um, I've never seen it because I didn't want to... Be influenced Yeah, by just parody yeah. Uh, R- Ricky Gervais's character or feel like I was kind of um, just copying in some way. Like, kind of wanted yeah. to find my own access to the character and find my own things that I find funny. And I, I've, um, I've noticed that before... Like sometimes if I'm acting or it's uh, the thing is for a game show host, I'll kind of slide into a parody of that versus the actual thing. So that or was, yourself doing that, which you don't even know what that is until exactly. you do it. Yeah. So in the same way that I, that um, I would say I'm not a great singer, but I'm a decent mimic. I don't really know what my own voice is singing wise, but. I didn't want to. It was very timely to to hear him say that because I didn't want to copy anyone doing the play, and and you couldn't help but do that. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen it. Um, it's mildly terrifying in the best way, but I there aren't many things at this age and stage that I haven't done in my corner of the universe, uh, and this is certainly one. And many of them are thanks to TNT. Got to make an album, got to write a book, got to tour. All things that I've said before I'd never thought I would get to do. So doing a play in the immediacy of uh, an audience and knowing that it's been road tested and like multiple people have said, when I saw this play, I've never heard laughter like that. And uh, it's kind of hopefully fairly bomb proof because so have you have you have sorry have you done any rehearsal no run throughs nothing september 2nd cool but they just announced the season this past week so uh it's out there Mm -hmm. Um, so i guess it's just familiarizing yourself with the script and you are you still gonna not watch it yeah i'm still gonna not watch it yeah um Yeah, like, cra- I'm, I'm so used to improv, right? You don't have to learn yeah. any lines to improv, but obviously in an ensemble piece. From from what I understand from people that have done this a lot, you get really comfortable with the script, and then even though it's the same every night, there are little ways to surprise each other on stage, and things sometimes don't go as you hoped, or something that'll get a huge laugh one night won't the next night, but something you didn't expect would get a laugh does. Yeah. Um, not to give too much away for anyone who hasn't seen it, but the the set, like it's kind of a big showy piece for the art department too, because the set kind of implodes. As the title would suggest, the play that goes wrong, it's this small town, sure, kind yeah. of like Waiting for Guffman, small yeah. town theater company putting on this show and, and it's just non- everything goes wrong. Catastrophe, yeah. that's hilarious. So- so, is for example, there, the very is, first is, thing that happens in the play is the lights come up and the guy who's playing the corpse is crawling to his position oh, yeah, yeah, and he's sure. busted, not even in position yet. Like Amazing. From the first so, second, it's clear. So is it more situational or is it lines that you have to learn? Like, is it is it scenarios or is it like It's actual? kind of both. Really? Yeah, but the, the thing that really... Um, the thing that really appealed to me is in the couple of pages of, I'm sure there's a proper term for it, but the uh, author's notes 
before the script starts, it says the important thing to remember is for this to work properly, all the actors are trying to put on the best show they can despite these circumstances around them. So they're not mm -hmm. in on the joke. They're just reacting yeah. to these things as they happen the way you That's would great. if you're trying to keep the wheels <laughs> on the bus. Well, and not, just comedically, that really spoke to me. Well, yeah, now that I understand the concept, it actually is like the it, the, the opportunity for hilarity is kind of nonstop when you look at it that way. Of like, yeah. Even like me, you know, seeing concerts when stuff goes wrong, if it was <laughs> happening the whole time. Like, I actually, I think Metallica did a show like that. Where, where everything went wrong? Yeah, there was stuff happening, like a truss falling and guys falling from the truss while they're <laughs> playing. Like, everyone actually thought, like, these are, like, naturally horrifying, like, disasters that were unfolding. And that's a pretty, like, that's a pretty coked up idea, if you ask me to do that, to people, like, yeah, we're going to do this, and then there's going to be a guy up on the truss, and he's going to fall. Mm. <laughs> well, like, how crazy is that? But, yeah, the, if you think about it in a play, like, it, that's some of the funniest stuff that happens anyway. So if you're, like... It's a blank palette, and you can really push that. Yeah. That's great. So, for example, another moment is a door opens, it hits the female lead, and she passes out on the floor. And it's at a moment when she's supposed to storm out of the room. And then the next yeah. line is, wait, where are you going? So the actor's like, well, I'm going to carry on with the script, but she's clearly oh. not going anywhere. Like, it, it is a domino effect for sure. two hours so belly I'm laughs pumped. probably styles yeah like carol burnett where even everyone is laughing on the show styles yes and my buddy uh jeremy webb is the artistic director there i worked with him years ago on a show called pit pony is a really funny british dude and he's directing um but still it'll be interesting to see like i i i have pretty decent comedic muscles in a certain context. It'll be interesting to see what I have that will translate and what I uh, have that doesn't. Um, mm -hmm. Even like terms, like how how does it work? How far before the show starts do you have to be there? Uh, you know, what yeah, happens if true. something goes wrong? Like that is the uh, scarifying stuff. But in talking to people as well, it sounds like, the scary stuff is also the biggest thrill because there's yeah, more risk-reward. And in terms of uh, scheduling, it's not unlike as if you were doing a season of a show where you're there. Yeah, good week, point. Weekdays, right? So you're used to that. And, and rehearsal, I'm gone are, during the day, and then when the show is up, yeah, I'm gone. Are, they're longer days probably when you're filming, right? If you were yeah. doing Mr. D or something. Yeah, hmm. see, there you go. Yeah. Um, so all that to say, I know I know I've kind of outlined the things that I'm uncertain about, but I think the uh, the headline is I'm scared in the very best way because it's new and it's growth and it's different and I was pretty comfy in my little universe. So it's yeah. it's good to do things that um, that's. I'm gonna me. I'm gonna say that from from this side of it, I'm gonna make a. a, a crystal ball guess of that you're going to be like, this is one of the best things I've ever done oh, in my wow. life at the end of it. Huh? For sure. Yeah. Cause they're probably going to like, you, do you know who else is in it? You're going to no, be probably surround. You'll be surrounded with talent and it'll be everybody working on the same 
thing. It's kind of like a being in a real, like when you're a, a band trying to create a performance because everyone's trying to work together. And it sounds to me like if it's a smash on Broadway, it's probably uh, not difficult to not have it work unless, you, you know, when you're in a creative space with great people. So yeah. I bet you'll have a super... Great time. I would say the one thing that I'm uh, that I need to practice is not breaking because yeah, true. I I love trying to make other actors break, like surprising people in an improv setting um, when I'm on offense. Yeah, but I'm not very good on defense because I I'm I'm a fan of comedy and uh, I know a lot of this is physical comedy. I enjoy watching that myself, so I need some type of like inner cheek biting mechanism yeah to that's keep really a straight the, face that's the only thing you have to worry about because imagine like you know generally when you're doing a comedic play you you're the one delivering the humor and the punchlines but the the punchlines are coming all the time and they're guaranteed yeah happen so you don't have to worry about having to land align the perfect way or whatever when some someone when a piece of something's gonna fall on the other person any second like it's it really kind of takes the the worry out of that and yeah. you just kind of you can just chill and have a great time yeah yeah mark forward was saying like once you get comfy with it that's when the real fun stuff happens because you'll just exchange a glance with someone on stage and it means nothing to the audience, but it's so loaded with meaning to sure. people that you've been in rehearsal with for long days, uh, for several well, weeks, you know? It's like when you're playing a song that you know cold versus you just kind of getting used to the arrangement and possibly could screw it up. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, it's a muscle huge, memory. It's a huge difference because you can relax and just actually perform as opposed to, oh, wait, how long is this bridge? Or do I do this fill here or am I holding off for another three bars? Yeah. Which is kind of like, that's cool, you know, to, to have that uh, flying by the seat of your pants worry, it's, it's, it's good to an, a certain extent, but I'll take knowing the song and actually having the performance be, you know, push myself as opposed to worrying about, you know, just knowing what the song, where the arrangement lands. Well, definitely. And if you're thinking in your head, okay, where do we go from here? What's the next line? What, is it, what does he say again? Then you're not yeah. freed up. No, no, but you're kind of tense. It's yeah. the uh, show and the business. The business is learning your words or learning the song or getting it down and practicing. And then that frees you up to do the show part. Da show business. Let's take a break, but... All right, but... It's time for Jono's Animal Quiz. Do you think if this catches heat, we could uh, license that song as our theme? Hell yeah. I like that there's a Scottish through line in this episode suddenly. It started with the Proclaimers, now we're bringing the fru in. Yeah. Things are coming to fruition. I got an animal heart. Something, um, something. Anyway, yeah. By the way, so the, let's play it. The Fru's like still touring and packing them in, right? For sure, yeah. I'm sure they're probably, uh, they'll be coming to a town near you this summer. Back at her. Yeah. Back at her, like Black Adder and uh, Kim Mitchell, too. Oh, for sure. Every time I open this, the social media, we get a thing saying, hey, he's 
going to a thing, like playing in your town. He's everywhere. Do you follow him on the Facebook or something? Is that why? No, but I feel like. Or you get ads? I feel like I've been targeted, yeah. (laughs) Like you're the perfect demo for Kim Mitchell ads? Probably. I probably am the perfect demo. I mean, like, you know, like coming to Kai, was it uh, Cayuga Speedway or whatever, like coming to the Summerfest? Well, what's the difference between you and me? I don't know. I don't get the, I don't, I haven't Why am I the perfect Kim Mitchell targeted ad and you're not? There's there's a, something going on. I don't know in our search histories. There's a different curious. Like, maybe uh, I don't know. What could it be? What could it be? The maybe you're you're like boats and you have. You got oh yeah, boat, okay, right. Like if it's any or like the you you do have you know you're like looking up. You're getting trucks. Yeah, you know you're looking up cars. Yeah, I'm looking up toy haulers. <laughs> like that maybe. Tweaks the uh, Kim Mitchell demographic. Well, I've been looking at uh, the Sea-Doo. There's a new Sea-Doo Switch. That's definitely going to get you some, some Kim Mitchell. <laughs> right? For the Sea-Doo sure. Switch is a little party boat. Like, They're making party boats now. You're looking up, you've looked up yard <laughs> yard pants. You've Googled up best, <laughs> best yard pants. I was looking Good. up patio lant. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> oh, you sec. did? There you did is. put up patio lanterns in your... In the brown the pool, yes. No, that's not yes. it. Yes, yeah, that's it. I've never searched the phrase patio lanterns. Are you sure? I'm, yes, I'm positive. Well, did you look at pictures of them without searching them? Like yeah, maybe, maybe actually. Yeah, you did, for sure. Maybe. Yes, and then you mentioned it around your phone, like, oh, we got to get those patio lanterns And it was up. listening. Yes, for sure. Boom. Well, I'd rather think about is because I looked up the Sea-Doo switch and no, that somehow think... tied me to Kim Mitchell. <laughs> it's for sure. Cause I don't have patio lanterns. I've never said it. What do you get targeted ads for? Uh, <clears throat> I get like, uh, really shitty bands, like, uh, like music I've never heard. Like bat, like really bad, like crappy rock band or like, how does some that happen? Singer. I don't know. Maybe because I have drums or playing. It's mostly on Instagram when you see that stuff. Just like random, stupid, uh, poorly sounding whatnot. This is the weird thing, though. So I look up the Sea-Doo Switch. And then all of a sudden when I open up the Facebook, I get ads for the Sea-Doo Switch. Which is yeah. something I don't want to think about too much. Well, because, yeah, the phone's listening. Yeah. That's and crazy. And they say, well, it's just, for, it's just for shopping. It's only for shopping. Relax. It's like, it's still illegal to do it, but for some reason, it's still happening. Have you ever gotten a, like, hey, bud, I noticed you were just in the gap. Um, are you interested in, like, cotton t-shirts? No, like I've Like, those men- kind of things? No, and I've mentioned, like, uh, a type of, like, electric saw or, or something to, to drill, and then, like, yeah, you see a DeWalt drill on Instagram. Weird. Like, popping up. Like, uh, lots of times, way too many times. Even, like, if you're, like, pizza... If you mention pizza, all of a sudden you're getting like ads for the new Pizzaiolo in Newmarket. Oh, oh, yeah, people paying. That's Although too weird. P- Pizzaiolo is not too bad actually. There's a new one just opened up here. You okay. know how hard it is to find good pizza. You're gonna end up getting a Free gift certificate. Pizzaiolo? They're gonna send you a pizza. Yeah. 
buds. Your track record's pretty good. Let's see if it I get... A, the Broil King buds were the best. Yeah. And then I emailed them, and I was like, that's so cool that he got a yeah. barbecue. That's, uh, that sounds awesome. I love barbecuing yeah. Cricket City. <laughs> Maybe because they know you got the big Dale Earnhardt bur- barbecue set up. We'll see if... Um, that's why. Dale like, Earnhardt. You got the big one, and then the, like, the egg-looking thing. You got all that stuff lined up. Yeah. I have a you big and, you and Timbo. You guys have the big horny barbecue setup. I have a big uh, barbecue surface and then a helicopter pad <laughs> attached to it, <laughs> so you can land. Like Dale Earnhardt could land <laughs> in time for supper. I was like, I can't cook anything outside my house, so I guess that's the difference, maybe. But you got one. I did. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah, I'm sure they'd fire you a skillet or something for the grill. Are you uh, are you using it <laughs> all the time? Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Do you use it indoors? No. What? No. <laughs> Why the hell would I do that? I don't know because some people use them <laughs> the in their hell? garage with the door open, and it makes me really nervous. But lots yeah. of people do it. I did that a, a a couple times last summer when I first got it, just because I didn't have. Uh, I didn't want to drag it around the back, the side of the house to ruin the lawn. So I did, but I would. It would be outside of the garage. I would put it out, hanging out, so the smoke was not it, and open all the doors. But now it's in the back. Hmm. What's your uh, What's your move on the barbecue? Uh, anything like burgers, chicken, steak styles. Yeah, nothing too crazy. You ever like, get I'm ribs like going? A, I'm not a ribs guy. I'm not like a brisket guy, none of that stuff. Just simple. You ever get like uh burgers, like, smash burgers, uh breakfast stuff, bacon. Bacon? Bacon's good on the barbecue if you really, really? Cause, Yeah, because you know, bacon if you put it in your oven, it destroys your oven and gets grease all over the place. So do you put the bacon right on the grill or you put the bacon in a pan, put the pan on the grill? Put the bacon on the skillet on the grill. Oh, you have a skillet. Must be nice. Yeah. See that? See, we got to get Broil King to fire you one up. You know where I'd really like to use my new Broil King barbecue is on a Sea-Doo switch. I'm glad that Sea-Doo has gotten in the party boat game because it's all the uh, power and speed of the Sea-Doo you know and love, but all the comfort and relaxability of the pontoon boat, the Sea-Doo switch. What the hell's going on? Why why has it come back to CD Switch so much in the last 10 minutes? What is that? First of all, what I want to see if even? I get targeted ads on uh, <laughs> oh, social media. I want to see if my phone's listening. I, but I, more so, I want to see if CD's listening. Jesus Christ. I'm just thinking it's so random how that's been popping in and out. The There's um, CD Switch. Switch is coming, I think, 13 feet up to 19 feet. The 13 foot one is adorable. You saying the sea do switch is kind of like the sea do switch. Like it happens in the episode where it's like all of a sudden we're talking about the sea do switch. It's a switch. <laughs> um, the animal quiz, right? We had the theme song and all that stuff. Okay, let's get yeah, into hold it. Hold on, we got to get the song going again so we okay. can remind And people. now, Jono's Animal Switch brought to you by the sea do switch. That's some heavy stuff there. Through yeah. going with the rhythmic, loud scream to cover the back end of the chorus, give it some, uh, give it some, I guess, some resolve. 
The Fru yeah. has um, a great op, uh, album of uh, covers that came out in the last five years or so, and that's on uh, that's on my phone. Yeah, it's worth listening to. It has some bangers on it. Yeah, some old some classics bangers. reinvented. Um, okay, here we go. Ready? Okay, next next question. Or okay. have we even done one yet? No, this is the first one, <laughs> and there are twenty five. <laughs> True well, or false? The feathery, flightless ostrich's muscular legs. <laughs> what are powerful enough to kill man and lion oh. alike? Why? Why did they have to throw a lion in there? <laughs> like man for sure. The featherly, flightless ostrich's muscular legs are powerful enough to kill man and lion alike. I think they could probably because they got the big claws at the end of their legs, and those things could probably come like a. Like a bullwhip. So I could say uh, with the right strike, it could kill a lion, maybe across the throat or something. Just I bet you lions wouldn't mess with them because they know they got that strength. So yeah, I'm going to say yeah. So you're saying true. Yeah, true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, you're one for one. They got those big tree trunk legs. Um, like Connor McDavid legs. Yeah. And a big dumper. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> <laughs> they have a... They have the a big ba- the ballast just to keep the weight back. They have a big dumper so they yeah. can uh, uh, use their strong legs. Okay, um, seahorses are polyamorous. Polyamorous. Yeah. What the hell does polyamorous mean? Like they like to get things going with more than one other seahorse. Oh, okay. Oh, they like the like a seahorgy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sea horny, sea horny. Uh, well, aren't they uh, both male and female too? Seahorses? That I don't know, but I can I find out. So. I can find out while you're thinking about this. Are seahorses polyamorous? Uh sure. I'm gonna say yeah. I think they're probably like the. Uh, I don't know. Like the Rolling Stones during the exile on Main Street. In Incorrect. France. They're oh. monogamous and mate for life. Oh. Um, also, incidentally, the most distinguishing difference between male and female seahorses is the male brood pouch located beneath his abdomen along the front side of his tail. Male's brood pouch is where the male seahorse fertilizes eggs and carries seahorse fry. There we go. Um, how to sex a seahorse. Teamwork makes the dream work. Okay, no, we we'll go to the next. Is that the same? Like, is this a series of? No, no, no. Are we they're... going off onto a tangent of seahorses? Seahorses pounding. Yeah. Okay. So okay. moving on. Most elephants weigh more than the tongue of a blue whale. True or false? Most elephants weigh more than the tongue of a blue whale. Yeah. Well, I mean, geez. Blue whale tongue. Most blue whale blue whale tongue is probably like I'm in my drum room, so I'm thinking it's probably this whole room would be the tongue. Yeah. So it's probably heavier than a, a elephant. Yes. Correct. Yeah! Mo- most elephants weigh less than the tongue of a blue whale. Like imagine how thick that mask would be. Well, and it's all just full Muscle. on weight. Yeah. Never occurred to me before how heavy a whale's tongue would be. Yeah. I bet you a whale's 
You know what's heavier than a freaking elephant? Especially when it's when it's full of blood, you know what I'm saying? Oh, a whale's bird. Yeah, yeah, when it's fired up. That could be the heaviest thing in the whole ocean other than the whale itself. Well, let's look that up. Does a yeah. whale's tongue it, weigh more than its bird? Well, a wrecked bird, not just bird. Because that it's kind of all the blood flow going <laughs> I'm assuming going down there. It must be like, I don't know, three <laughs> three what, buses. What like kind of ads bus? am I gonna get if oh, yeah. I search this? I'm gonna say like an eighteen wheeler. A male okay. A whale's tongue weighs fifty four hundred pounds. Wow. And the heart of a blue whale is about the size of a VW Beetle. Jeez. Um, uh, stand Does, by. Can you get that data? The uh, erect penis? There's uh, no way. They, how do they even figure that? There's no figure. Yeah, that right. Out. Get on the scale, free willy. We yeah. want to measure your bird. An erect well, blue, blue whale. whale penis is 12 inches in diameter <laughs> and, and 10 feet in length. <laughs> Okay, so maybe it's not as big as I thought. But it is fibroelastic. By the way, when it's it, like the size of a huge surfboard, like you know, like the ones that you just start on. Yeah, that's you know, like, like you're just figuring it out, like big ten foot board. Most ladders are eight feet. Like yeah. a six foot ladder, I guess is standard. Ten feet is a high ladder. Maybe a pedal paddle board, <laughs> but not. <laughs> How wide again? Or no, diameter was... No, it's 12 inches around. Around. (laughs) And it peeks out the genital slit. 12 inches around. 12 inches around. Like, I have 14-inch hi-hats, so that's a little smaller than that. That's pretty wide still. And 10 feet? Um, When intact, uh, it would have weighed uh, 770 to 990 pounds. So, yeah, that's pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy, but the tongue weighs more. So yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess um, if like a whale was to receive fellatio, the tongue is uh, five times heavier than the erect bird. But the bird itself is ten feet. I was just long. thinking maybe because like Rebel has a big wiener compared to his size, so I guess it does, it changes when you he, get bigger. He does. Yeah, I was impressed how big it is compared to him. Really. Yeah, just a little guy, and yet that thing when it's fired up is pretty, uh, pretty much normal. Like it's like a, an acceptable male penis. Crazy. <laughs> um, do uh, acceptable? True or false? Lobsters pee out of their genitals. Well, I mean, everything else does. So if they're offering this as a question, I'm going to say no. Because why would you ask this question unless it was no? Because they pee out of their faces to turn yeah. each other on. That's right. Do they really? Yeah. In the lobster That's... world, one large male typically dominates an area and the females line up to mate with him. To get him in the mood, <laughs> the female waits outside his den, peeing in the direction of uh, him and uh, special out of specialized nozzles on her face. The The women court the males? Yeah. Imagine coming up to a bar and be like, someone peeing in your face, spraying pee, and then you're like, "Well, that's the best pickup line I've had in my life." 
To avoid well, being strangled like, and eaten, male octopus <laughs> remove their arms and give them to females. True or false? They pull their arms off and give them to them? Yes. And that's what saves their life? Yeah. Otherwise they die? Well, otherwise they'll be strangled and eaten. <laughs> so that works? Like a little ante up? I got to pull well, a couple of these True or off? false? Oh, I want it to be true because it's so barbaric and crazy. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. Why you got to be so in, like intense? Why has it got to be like... biggest concern in life is pleasing their lady without dying in the process. Women are larger in size and have been observed strangling and eating males when they try to mate. Jeez. They have a specialized mating arm called a hectocotylus that allows them to transfer sperm to the female. Um, for some species, they've evolved to remove this arm and hand it over to the woman. Like, here's my bird. Hey, hey, John Bobbitt, like just yeah. ripping his horn off and giving it so to Lorena. So that's Lorena. it, like octopus are hate effers, right? They're yep. full on hate effing. Yeah. That's the end of it. There's just rage and that's that. Like you got to tear a couple arms off or else they're not interested. That is pretty hardcore. <laughs> um, okay, two more from the ocean. Uh, true or false, male anglerfish turn to a puddle of sperm when they find the one. That's insanity. What A fish turns into liquid? Yeah. When they see the one? Yeah. But what do they have to like go at it and float towards it and then like be liquid to hit it? When they find the they one, just, they just turn into a puddle of sperm. Do they go back to normal or is that that? Well, let's start with whether that's true or false. It's so bizarre. I want it to, to be true so I can hear what happens. So yeah, true. True. Yes. Okay. What the hell is that? As soon as he finds the one, the male anglerfish bites onto the female and never lets go. Their blood vessels fuse together, and the male dissolves much of his body, leaving only his testicles behind. <laughs> the female now has a lifetime supply of sperm that she can use whenever she wants. No need to worry about finding a new mate in the darkness of the deep sea. So they, the women... Sacrifice themselves. Hang on to it. Yeah, they keep it. So that's the end of that. Like, you just become a set of nuts, and you're done. Um, this one, I, I feel like the answer wow. will be fairly obvious. True or false? So it's literally like I'm hanging up the nuts. Well, Because that's all there is. Nuts are the only thing that's left. So nuts are just like they produce, but they are garbage afterwards. They don't, yeah. They don't deserve to be chewed up. They're vessels. Garbage can. Ghost sharks carry their sex organs on their foreheads. True or False. What kind of sharks? Ghost sharks. Ghost sharks. They what? They keep their what? Their, their sex babies? organs on their foreheads. I feel like I've seen that in a picture, so I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like male ghost sharks it. got stuck with the unfortunate reality of having their sex organs stuck on their foreheads. They can latch their foreheads onto a female's pelvis where he can insert sperm into her sperm sack and then she can store the sperm in her pocket for a rainy day wowzers wow that's uh that's kind of alien behavior right there no it is like it's it's sort of like docking so it's just the males that have their gear on their foreheads yeah otherwise it's just everything's the same down below true or false all polar bears 
are right-handed or right-pawed. What? True or false? I don't know. Why, why, would, that, why would that be... Uh, I'm going to say that's false. That's false. They're all left-handed. Yeah. That's right. They're all left-handed? Yeah. They're oh, southpaws. Man, that's a twist. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. Um, bats Amazing. always turn left when exiting a cave. True or false? Bats turn left yeah. when they're exiting cave. They're like NASCAR. Bats are all NASCAR styles. Yep. Hard left. When leaving. Yeah. But when they come back, they turn right? I don't know that. I'm going to say, yeah, sure. That's true. Yeah. That's left. true. So they uh, turn left coming out of a cave. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Next question. Rats laugh when they are tickled and during playtime. True or false? Sure. Yeah, this crazy little rats. Why do you know that? Well, because I know it just makes you nuts. Yeah. Like, you can't fathom that idea. And you're like, wait a second. Well, does that actually maybe soften your outlook on mice and rats if they have that no. thing going where they're partying a bit? Not at all. You think it's gross that they We laugh? saw a mouse on the sidewalk right outside uh, the restaurant where we were eating in New York. Uh-oh. And I was actually quite pleased to see a mouse. Like you weren't jumping so much up better on the lamppost? No. But you're still like, get me out of here. Well, I'd pounded a couple of Irish mules by that point. So, so I, okay. I, I was okay. Yeah. Not my favorite thing, but a little mouse uh, seemed pretty harmless. Yeah. Compared to the other option. Are you do you think you've you're easing up on the fear of mice at this point? It's not as bad as it used to be, maybe? Well, I still don't want to see them in my home. Yeah. But But uh, like if you see one, you're not gonna like No, I'm not, not gonna be able squeal to yourself. Like a girl and jump I shouldn't say squeal like a girl. I'm not gonna squeal, squeal like someone terrified and yeah. jump up on the table. I guess yeah. I was thinking of like the Jetsons. I have a vague recollection of Judy Jetson getting up on the table when she saw a <laughs> robotic mouse or something. Well, and every every uh sitcom in history of like the maid coming in and jumping up on the table. Yeah. True or false, when Anaconda's mate Several competing males can form a ball around a female in a ritual that can last up to a month. Oh, my God. That sounds insane. I'm going to say true. True. Yes. That is true. That's madness. A month. Yeah. Like no suffocation, (laughs) nothing. No. Just that's a that's like Sting and Trudy Styler. Butterflies taste with their hands. True or false? (laughs) <laughs> it's so weird that doesn't make any sense at all he tastes with their hands <laughs> maybe because they're always they're always putting pollen on their legs right all those things I'm going to say sure yeah why not I guess the first question is do butterflies have hands let's find out um, butterflies taste with their feet there you go so not their hands. But it's... Uh, pretty... Well, that's why they have the collect... Do they collect pollen? Don't they? I don't know. I don't know. You general... I know bees and stuff have stuff on the back of their legs ripping around. Okay, well, on the subject of bees, 
Okay. True or false, honeybees have tiny hairs on their eyes to help them collect pollen. Sure. That's true. Yeah. That sounds so sticky, though. Well, it's almost like having pockets everywhere. I mean, they developed over time through evolution. These, How can we collect the most every spot to the point where let's get some on my eyeballs as well? Like every pocket's full. Let's get some in the eyes here. True or false, the Amazon's Jesus Christ lizard can run over water. Yeah, absolutely. I've True. Seen it. You yeah. have? That's the one. Yeah, for sure. You ever see those things ripping on top of the water? That's a classic. True or National false? National Geographic. Cows have very complex friendships, and when they're isolated from their companions, they experience separation anxiety. 100%. Yes. That is true. Yeah. Cows? Um, yeah. Yeah, they like, you see footage of cows hanging out. They're like dogs when they play with stuff and come running, and they know who we are, and they're very... Uh, they like to snuggle. Loving, yeah. And they're gaseous. Sure. Yes. Galapagos tortoises can go... Five years without food or water, true or false? I'm going to say, yeah, because they're like a thousand years old anyway or whatever. So like what's when they're living 300 years? They can go one year without food or water. Yeah, there you go. One year. Yeah. (laughs) That's insane. I'm just going to hang out here and let everybody think I'm an actual rock until I leave. Okay, here's the last one. Once a giant clam picks a spot to live on a reef it doesn't move for the rest of its life <laughs> of course why not that's true that's great actually sounds Giant pretty good right just settling in yeah and like what the tide comes in and that's how you get your nutrition i guess and you just chill tide goes out you get a tan tide yeah. comes in have some dinner tide goes out go to sleep wait for someone to po- pull you up and crack you open and get gobbled it's not the worst existence, bud. We it used to, um, at the cottage when I was a kid, uh, we would dig up crabs or dig up clams and um, we'd uh, hunt for crabs. And crabs sometimes had like shiny things like a dime or a piece of jewelry or something in their little flap on their stomachs. Because mm-hmm. they collect stuff? Yeah. Jeez. They're attracted to shiny things. Gotta love the shiny stuff in the ocean. True story, bud. Well, there you go. That's it. That was a nice little quiz. Yeah. Keeping people with the animals. Yeah. When, should I uh, cue up that jam one more time to take us out? I feel like you should. Okay. Brought to you by the Sea-Doo Switch. It was <laughs> Jono's Animal Quiz. Have a great week, everybody. You too, bud. <laughs>